adult beverages are poured, the kids are asleep, welcome to New Dad Gaming. It's a show about fatherhood, gaming, and new fathers figuring out their gaming lives. In this show, we look to prove that just because you became a dad does not mean it's game over. My name is Trevor, and I have a 9-year-old and a 5-year-old. And I'm Jeff. I have a 13-year-old, a 10-year-old, and they are not asleep, Trevor. I don't know. So it's, it is summer. I think they've yet to go to bed. That's amazing. So the, now, where are your feelings on that exactly? Is it a... Because it's towards the end of the summer, and it's just whatever, man. Just, like, enjoy the moment, or darn you, kids get to bed. No, I, I think you had it there, the first part, where it was just like, you know what? End of summer, I give... Like, that's it. I've had enough of the rules. You can take your time and the kids' bedtime can be pushed back. A little bit flexible. Unless there's a disaster tomorrow and then come back for the next episode where I'm like, you know what, Trevor? Worst thing ever. They're in bed. They've been in bed since 630. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, that that's really the angle, I think. Oh, it's, it's like, all right, I'm going to give you a bit of leash. And if you use it to hang yourself, I'm gonna, we're going to bring you back. And get everything kind of under control again. Yeah, there still has to be boundaries, right? But like, <laughs> I was asked just before I hopped on the show, like, are we going to have a bonfire tonight? And I'm like, what? It's like a Thursday. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, so, we're totally in summer mode. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> we live in a condo. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you already got it started. Oh, okay. Oh, I like the enthusiasm. I think uh, eagle-eared uh, listeners will also notice that this is the second week in a row I've messed up my kids' ages. I said, oh, n- I said, I didn't even notice. I said we were talking nine years before, so I made my eight-year-old into a nine-year-old. Mm. So last week I blew my younger kids' one, and now it's this week I've blown my older kids' age. So really on a streak. What can I tell you? <laughs> but but after so many episodes, Jeff, that happens. And how do you how do you celebrate so many episodes except with an epic giveaway? <laughs> Which is an a perfect transition. <laughs> Absolutely. Everyone, uh, we have our 300th episode coming up. And in honor of this and celebration of this, we are doing a big game giveaway. We are giving away a, an edition of Baldur's Gate 3 for any platform of your choice as when it does release and you can get it. We will get this game into your hand if you win it. Baldur's Gate 3. So to enter, all you have, first thing to do, Take a screenshot of you listening to an episode. First step. Second step, go find us on Twitter, at New Dad Gaming. We have a pinned tweet there. For that pinned tweet, it's announcing the same giveaway. Like it, retweet it, and then take the picture of you listening to the episode and reply in the comments. And that's it. Then you're spotted. We will get the cop. If you win, we'll get it uh, into your hot hands. We'll announce this on the 300th episode, which should be in about two weeks' time, so still plenty of time to enter. We'd love to have you on board. It's been such a wild ride. I had zero kids when we started. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got two. <laughs> it will be two. Uh, Jeff, you maintained your kid quota the entire time. That's right. Two locked in at two. <laughs> then, no design, at no point when I was adding kids, you were like, oh, maybe well more. No, no, no. Locked at two. <laughs> so everybody, please check it out. Again, at Twitter, you can find all the information about the giveaway at New Dad Gaming. We are giving away Baldur's Gate 3 for 300 just to say thank you for such coming with us for this amazing podcasting ride. But Jeff, what the good news is you stopped in at 2. 2 is a perfect number for co-op for Vampire Survivors, which has just announced their co-op, which was just... 
perfect. It's just perfect. I can't believe that they actually did it. I think it's something that people are clamoring for. And lo and behold, small developer, great developer, heard and answered. Have Did you have a chance to play this co-op on Vampire Survivors? So my 10-year-old has earmarked this date. What? Knew it was August 17th, release date. Kept reminding me, they will forget to clean up their room. They'll forget mm-hmm. their backpack some days. They'll forget winter coats when it's snowing outside. But no, they had this date marked and understood when it was going to release, even the time zone of when it was going to release. So, like you mentioned, co-op update for Vampire Survivors, free. It Mm -hmm. just adds to the game. And I have it on Steam. It also launched for a Nintendo Switch today. So if you have a Switch and not a PC, you can pick it up there. But it is two to four couch co-op. So you can have four four players (laughs) on the screen. Yeah, bullet hell, like for four players... Go for it. <laughs> like, I'm, lo- I'm looking at the screen. So we have a video of this playing it as we're recording. And this is just the one player. We didn't find any good clips of the four player. And this is madness. Like, the screen is just pic- wall-to-wall pixels of enemies. And I'm trying to imagine, like, the four of them. So, But I think that kind of buries it. You did play it. If, if yeah. So so what happened? Like, what was it like? How did you like it? Uh, it was super fun. It was it was something that uh, the way they've kind of worked the mechanics, it's a little bit of like shared leveling. So in the single player, you would level up by collecting gems and you get to mm-hmm. pick a power, right? So this time you kind of share that level up bar and then it switches between you and the other person mm-hmm. to pick a power, right? So it's it's done that way so that everybody kind of gets a turn, which is great. Okay. Also, with that though... When I play with myself, I know what power-up I want. I know how to progress in the game because I kind of understand the strategy. But with my 10-year-old, it's kind of like, okay, they're presented with three options. They have to kind of like process it out, <laughs> go through it. Uh, so they'll eventually pick something, which is, you know, fine, whatever. But it's that added menu. And I think I've talked about that before in like Diablo 3. Like they'll be in the menus trying to figure out like all these stats and stuff, Man. right? But Anyway, like out, outside of that, it was a fantastic experience. We both had a blast. We beat the level. They had never beaten the first level before. So yeah, it was something that they got to enjoy with me. It was a little bit of bonding time. And oh, yeah, again, we had a blast and free. So it was just something that was just added to this game. And I can see us replaying a lot of the levels that I've already beaten mm-hmm. with new characters and new power-ups and just something more to do. And now the 13-year-old invested and wants to get in so we'll see how a three-player co-op works <laughs> i'm not sure the screen was a little bit crazy when we had like maxed out power-ups when we were both mm-hmm. running around but it was a blast and again it's just like this simple little game and yet if anyone hasn't heard of vampire survivors uh check youtube it. video just check it out check out a trailer and it really doesn't look like much but it's like a dopamine fix i don't know what <laughs> it's like there's no transactions or anything it's just like mindless fun so yeah totally recommend it yeah i'll, I'll, I'll give you a bit more of a push because I would I would even say that it's check out the videos if you want but download it I think the videos will be easy to dismiss and it really doesn't present how much it captures you in playing it and how much fun it is it is fantastic and by the way like it's for uh, mobile devices so iOS yeah so very low barrier to entry however you might find it thousand percent have to have it I I remember too my when I was playing it my son my older one wanted to watch me play it. Oh yeah, okay. Which is kind of a weird one because usually it's more you know he wants to, he really wants to get his hands on it. But for this one, just because how it came about, he really wanted me to be the one that was playing it. So that was kind of interesting. But I almost think now that because we're both on screen, yeah, 
and doing it together, I think he might get really into it. So I'm definitely going to get that, make sure that's down, that download is queued up so we can check this out this one again. I'm telling you, a family that slays together stays together. There you go. <laughs> uh, and families often will stay in the same house, and sometimes when they pass, they'll continue to stay in that house, and such is the case in our second title to talk about, Faz. Phasmophobia. Phasmophobia. Now, yeah. I, again, I had only been introduced to this from some classic kind of YouTube silliness where people are screaming at their screens. Yeah, it seemed fine. It seemed kind of like YouTube clickbait type of thing. Uh, right. It, it kind of just like middle of the road. Okay, it's a it's a game. So be it. Um, what we're trying to suss out. So the two parts we're going to talk about here. One is your kid's experience with it, especially given a massive update and kind of his fan group. And then secondly, is is your kid a representative of the youths that we are <laughs> that we are increasingly out of touch with? Like, is this actually a phenomenon or is this just something household but first like huge update your kid gets into it describe what was going on in your household with phasmophobia yeah so again my 13 year old also you marked this date and they wrote it down their calendar like this is the huge update this game and yeah just to kind of hit on this stuff you're talking about my 13 year old this is very much a horror game right it's it's yeah it's a well done horror game i personally don't want to play it because i don't like the stress of what it presents to me. But that being said, he has a whole Discord group chat with his friends and they all, this it can be a four-player kind of co-op game and they go into this haunted house together. Each one has different abilities and they try to find the ghost and get out. Or there's, you know, various objectives, right? So they all have a blast playing it and it was kind of getting stale for a while. Like this has been out for, I think, a year or two and it's just, this was that next big update. So now fresh they wanted to download download this immediately get their friends done and like on board immediately they picked out a time and us as gaming parents we said okay we understand like this is a big deal like this is something that again another free update it's something that you want to play with your friends we get it so we extended their gaming time to allow for them to kind of play this new release it was kind of like that midnight release Mm -hmm. thing just not at midnight uh, okay. We know how that works with sleepovers. So it wasn't a midnight release for him, but it was something that he wanted to do with his friends. And they all I heard was laughter all day come up in his room playing with this. And that's good coming out of a horror game to me. Instead yeah. of the screams of like, oh my God, I'm going to have nightmares tonight. This is more like they're having a blast. They had fun playing it. And that's all I heard today at the dinner table was how much has changed, all these things that are in it now, all these new mechanics. And he went on and on and on about it until I'm like, okay, I'm kind of tapped out with phasmophobia and Bo, but I'm glad that you're enjoying it. I'm glad that it, you know, brought you joy for something that was, you know, again, a free update. So what is your, like, what's the barometer? Like, what's the limit for you around, because that is fantastic. And I, I think it's great I, as gaming dads and gaming parents, we can look at this type of thing and say, all right, this is, this is fun. Like, I remember these type of days, new game comes out, you get that excitement. So just go past your limits, like have a huge gaming session to worry about it. Yeah. But what is your limit? Like, where does that break for you where it's like, oh, you'll never believe it. There's a new Minecraft update. I got to get back in for six hours. Like, mad that they really said every two weeks, man. Like, yeah, nice try. Like, do you have kind of like, have you ever like shut down such a request because it really was not that big of a deal? Um, I think it's, it was 
it was more when it's trying to be manipulative, like when mm. it's trying to be like extending their bedtime or something that's come out of the blue where it's more of a it's more of a small patch or something that they're already gaming with and they just want to continue, right? I will draw the line at like those minor updates because we as gaming dads know what that kind of mm. that impact is. This thing was a brand new mechanic to the game. So they understood that and they got, you know, a little bit of flexibility with their gaming time. Uh, I, as, as long as it doesn't happen all the time. And now I'm coming from like, well, we went to a Zelda midnight release and, yeah. <laughs> and spent all those hours trying to get that. But as long as it doesn't happen, all, uh, what, every month, I think mm -hmm. we're good. You know, once in a while, it makes it special. It makes it kind of like a treat. That I think is okay. And I don't see him taking advantage of it right now, though. If that changes, then yeah, obviously we're going to have to have a talk about you know, boundaries, planning ahead, understanding, you know, you know, you might not get what you want and you have to kind of live with that and within the mm. gaming time that we provide and, you know, when you can, you know, if we, if we were doing something today, if we were going to the aquarium or going to, you know, a theme park or something and they couldn't play the update, I think we would be dealing with a crabby kid and we would have to have a talk, right? Like, yeah. oh, you didn't get what you want. So, you know, that's, you can't impact our day because you, you know, didn't, what you wanted so i think i think that's where another talk would happen but that didn't mm. we we were home so they they had ghost hunting all day <laughs> who you gonna call jeff kids <laughs> jeff kids jeff 13 year just teenager who's going into haunted him <laughs> well it's good it's good too because because you are part of your kids gaming life it's easier for you to know it's like no dad you don't understand this is the best game this is the game I love the most in the world but you could actually be a, t a tell of that it's like okay you and your friends legitimately play this all the time you talk about it nonstop. so this is like so it, it's one of those it's one of the fruits that get born because of your participation in your kids gaming lives right yeah and I think so my question to you because I had to do some homework and I don't like homework, Trevor. I don't yeah. like being assigned things. Like, I have a busy life as it is. But, like, when a new game update like this is releasing, I have to kind of know a little bit about it just to understand, okay, this is, like, more of a teenager adult game. Mm -hmm. Are they injecting anything that's not appropriate, like, for his age? And, you know, are there microtransactions? All that stuff, right? So I had to do a little bit of research on what this update was, what it kind of meant, <laughs> And understand it, so I don't know if that happens with you now, or if your kids are kind of in the phase where you know everything is just Minecraft and Roblox, so it's not necessarily like too bad. But Oof. yeah, well, the, for myself, it was especially with Roblox and everything else. I'll often look at uh, like microtransactions, online uh, conversations, like if they can have like conversations with other people with Roblox. It was like, okay, how grotesque can this stuff get? Right. You know, like that is sort of like what, where is the level? What's the level of all this type of thing? I think what what has given me some um, calm around it, where I don't need to be entirely on top of it, is like the parental controls. I'm gonna say, okay, the, the kid is this old. Like this is what they're allowed to see. No online chat. No like profanity. No nudity. Like like you can just kind of like check. There, there yeah. tend to be so many great parental controls you can dip into that I, I feel a bit more calm about having to do too much research about every single thing that they're doing. And, and what's great too, I, I'd sort of, I'll be taking advantage of it at the moment because currently they just tell me everything. 
Oh yeah, you yeah, know, that's it, great. It's just, it's just at the dinner table where it's like, and then in this game, and then I grab the chainsaw, and then I cut this guy, and it's like, what? <laughs> yeah. So, sorry, the, the, run that back. The second part. Yeah, chainsaw. I cut him. It's like, you you can't be playing that game then, son. You see? <laughs> like that's like, yeah. Yeah. I, I appreciate your honesty, but like. You done got yourself in trouble. You can't yeah, play. Yeah, you got <laughs> caught now. Yeah. So with all those things, I'm not there just yet. I think as they get a bit old, as they continue to get older, I think it's going to be something I'll need to be more concerned about. Like I'll have to like more actively be doing research into what they're up to. Yeah. And with this particular game, again, the Phasmophobia game is you need to have voice chat on with your team to coordinate mm-hmm. The level, so it's, that was that was one of the boundaries where it was like, okay, you could be with your friends in the Discord chat and online with the voice, but again, you know, we haven't really opened that up to others online with voice chat, yeah, just in case, you know. Of course, we don't. We're not quite there yet. I don't think we're quite there. I think my thirteen-year-old is quite impressionable and like will take things really personally and threats. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think they've really dealt with that yet, so. We are not, I, now I'm remembering back when I was a 13 year old and exposed to everything. Like (laughs) it was not a good time. I was probably part of it too. And it was not a good experience for anyone. So like, again, as gaming dads, we have that knowledge and can kind of come to this with, you know, that full scope of what's going to, what could potentially go down. So that is one boundary was the chat. And I was looking up at just, you know, how intense is it? And can you do Mm. text and all that stuff? But it's. Limited to his Discord chat, his, to okay. his friends that he knows. Perfect. That's a good spot. Hey, Gaming Dads, do you have your own limits, your own boundaries? Have you found a certain type? Have you found certain cases to bend the rules for certain cases, big events and other gaming things? Reach out to us. Let us know. NewDadGaming.com or at NewDadGaming. So making a hard transition off to a Gaming Dad favorite with Boomerang Foo. Loved so much that we actually just recently did a video on it called Gaming Dad Favorites, released on, you can find it on our Twitter and YouTube everywhere else but boomerang foo massive hit in both of our households one of the top recommendations we make it is silly it is charming it is fun it is relatively easy to pick up although we'll find out about that in a second although (laughs) and that does have some mastery to it uh it seems like it played out in a very interesting fashion in your household jeff with a little lesson about railroading the guests (laughs) yeah so Boomerang Foo is usually like this game where it's pretty family friendly, it's good for all ages, people can kind of get into it and understand it and and go play the game, right? My kids decided like, hey, we have these friends stopping by, why don't we teach them a lesson in this game? (laughs) Why don't we take them down a peg? Exactly, (laughs) right? So my kids understand this game. They know at the back of their hand. We play it a bunch. They are experts. And Mm. these new kids that drop by... Family friends of ours, their two kids were against our two kids. And it was just one of those things where my kids are like, okay, we're, we're going to kind of teach you the game here. We'll send you through the tutorial a little bit. But then it's game on. Oh, all bets are off. <laughs> and they didn't, hold on, did, did they not even separate? Like, did both your kids not go against each other? No, they the did team? not. See, like, again, it's like one of those things where it's just like, no, they wanted to team up with somebody that understood the game. So my, again, two kids were like, no, we'll be on a team. You guys be on a team. Oh, That'll be real. fun. Won't that be fun? 
And yeah, instead of being like teachers, they just like, took these kids to the cleaners and just steamrolled them. Just throughout this entire game. Yeah, not even a challenge. I'm like, I walked in halfway and I just saw the scoreboard that flashes up on screen. And all the points, I'm like, oh, who's the red team? And of course, my kids are raising their hand. Because I kind of like, oh, maybe these other kids know what they're doing. No, my kids are just demolishing them. I'm like, why don't you introduce some bots and you guys can be all on the same team? And my kids were like, that doesn't sound like fun. It's like, this is a lot more fun. You look at the other kids are just crying in the corner. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's like one of those things, like, I don't know if you've ever had that issue where your kids know the game. They are experts. Instead of like, again, being the teacher and leading new players in and kind of you know, allowing them to get their feet wet and they want to play more because they're learning it. And sometimes you give them a win, kind of like we would for our kids, like playing a game. I'm not going to destroy my kids at Super Smash Brothers. Like, I'm going to let them win a little bit, get so a little that, confidence, right? So that would almost be my first question, but I know that's not the case because it, it has happened in our household where be it Smash Brothers, be it uh, Boomerang Foo, be it some other game that they know intimately and the guests do not. And they just smoke them. They, they just love that <laughs> feeling of dominance. My first thought would almost be, okay, have I as a parent, or has you have you as a parent just annihilated your kids for some sort of purpose it, it's, and just laughed and they were crying and you were just like gloating <laughs> and then you told your friends about it. Like I don't, <laughs> I can't recall any moment when we would have done that too. Like, and, and again, like we want them to enjoy this gaming. So I think I've always kind of played with them with certain kid gloves to make sure we're all having fun. Because I, I would almost then forgive it where it's just like, oh, this is gaming. Gaming is dominance and destruction of your opponents because I learned that from my dad. Yeah. But, but yeah. that's not how, it's like, come on, man. Like I, I treated you nicely. Like yeah. Netflix. I always gave you a shot. So, or, or maybe they just mistook that for their own hubris in that they're like, oh, I can already beat up this man in Smash Brothers, so I must be a god. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't understand it. Maybe it was just about showing off. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, like, look at me. Like, I'm so good at this game. Don't you just love how I play? Whereas really, like, yeah, I'm losing all the time. That's not going to be fun, right? And, and back to your point where, like, you kind of play with your kids with, with a little bit of, you know, you're holding... Nice. Right? You're, you're allowing kindness. Yeah. But I will humble them. Right? If they're like smashing brothers buttons and gloating, I'd yeah. be like, all right, that's it. Like, yeah. I know all these moves to Ryu and Street Fighter, so I'm just going to take you to the cleaners. Um, this is just, they didn't have that kind of humbling experience, I don't think. And it, we did have a chat after, just like, hey, they didn't seem like they were enjoying themselves. <laughs> You guys look like you were enjoying yourselves a little too much. Yeah. What do we think about that, right? And it's just kind of like that lead conversation where, yeah, okay, we are going a little too much on them. We, we're, go we're going a bit hard in the paint. Yeah. We're, yeah. <laughs> we're giving them a break from a brand new game that they didn't know about, right? So. Yeah, that's like, oh, that's a tough one because because uh, with, even with Booming Fruit, like in my review of it, like we're talking about like the game that like gives you options for leveling things out. Like you can play around with yeah. the bots. You can, once you start losing, you can, uh, you start having a shield come up. So it's, the game is trying yeah. to make it competitive, but yeah, ultimately if you just have that like knack, you're going to just destroy this. But God, I would, I would love to know <laughs> what that car ride home was like with the other family. Like, oh God, they're, 
these kids wouldn't stop. I kind of, I, yeah, I kind of want to check in on them to make sure that they're okay. And they, maybe they're going to go home and buy this game and be like, train on it. So that next time they're ready. And then when they come into my kids, they'll just like obliterate them. That's, but, that's the better version of this. Like that's, that's the movie version. Yeah, they go like home. with the Rocky soundtrack, like with Eye of the Tiger, like you got to be training. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Slamming back raw eggs and just like lifting weights <laughs> with your thumbs, just getting ready for the moment. Yeah, lifting the Joy-Cons, you're just like stretching them out. Yeah, okay, let's do this. <laughs> your kids call you in as a ringer. Dad, you got to help us. But you are you have nothing. Their, their dad has also been training this whole time. Yeah, and it's funny that you say that because I kind of wanted to come in and be a ringer on their team, right? Oh, like, it would be like, all right, now I'm on their team. And then it would just be a, the apocalypse. Like, Dad, how could you treat us? <laughs> what is this Game of Thrones nonsense? How could you treat us like this? That would be pre- that would have been pretty sweet. So yeah. maybe, a le- maybe it's something to consider for next time, going in and, like, giving them a subtle reminder by, like, just smoking them. Yeah. <laughs> Dad powers. Yeah. Humbling experience, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh, speaking of humbling experiences, I love that transition too. So the, <laughs> I had two humbling experiences as an older man. So, <laughs> okay. All right. I can't wait to hear this. All right. Let's well, go. So this year, next month, actually, I'm turning 40. Yes. So yes, the big four. Welcome oh, to the club. All right. Yeah. We're doing it. It's, it's exciting. I, I, it's fun. Like I, I love birthday. I love my birthday and like, it's. I'm greeting this age actually with a bit of excitement. It's kind of cool. So I I don't have a lot of the old man regrets necessarily. But what I have noticed, like what was very made very plain to me in yeah. this last week, it's just there's some things that are just age limited, my man. Like that you hit an age and some things just start to not go well anymore. And specifically, we had uh, we went to a fair, like local fair, and. I used to love roller coasters, Jeff. Like, <laughs> like I was just all about the drop. I was all about the exhilaration. Yeah. And we go to this fairground and like God bless carnies and like everything else that had going on within there. But this one was, they have a miniature but not miniature enough version of drop zone where basically it is a circle around a uh, pillar and it just goes up into the sky and then it just drops you. Right. And... I just didn't want to do it. Yeah. Like I did it. I did, did it. it. My okay. kid, my kid really wanted that. That was the bigger point. Is just like as we're going up. I I used to like live for these things, but I adored roller coasters as a kid. Yeah, and we're just, we're just going up, and I'm like, well, this is high enough, right? And, and then it, and then it just I'm good here, and then it just kept going. I'm like, oh, well, surely, surely this is high enough, and then it just kept going. I was like, this is ridiculous. You don't need to go this high. <laughs> and then when it drops and it just hurts, it's just like, oh, <laughs> my eyes are closing. Like the the exhilaration of it is almost replaced with this like dad, like, oh, I'm going to be talking about it later that night as I rub, rub Bengay on my back for like the soreness. Well, I was about <laughs> to say, I'm like, at that point when you're up that high, you're like, you mean, like I paid a massage therapist to like fix my back. And now this is going to be completely undone. But it, it was made so stark to me. It was made so crystal clear. It's like you begin to hit some of these ages and almost as much as I would want to. If you would ask me, hey, do you like roller coasters? I would tell you, yes. Always right. did. Loved them. Yeah. As a, but now like experiencing some of them at this fair is like, 
man, I don't know. <laughs> like my body's kind of betraying me in that way. Yeah. And then uh, another thing that it would, we're, I guess we're trying to pack some stuff in for the summer. We're quickly up here in Canada getting out of summer and we went to a water park and it's just the same thing. Like there's this, so many times I would have to go down and just be closing my eyes because the ride is so intense to me now. Like I, I just feel it's like the, the, the years have added pounds of pressure <laughs> extra for all of these rides where you're just zipping down, whirling around four or five times and where I, I'll still like do some laugh and I still generally enjoy it, but you could just start to feel it creeping in where it's like your body is not able to sustain <laughs> these degrees, this intensity of G forces anymore oh, yeah. that it used to. Oh, they about to say like it's like astronaut training for you. You're just holding onto the side of the the rubber ring there, and you're like, man, this is not fun anymore. <laughs> so I I don't know if you've had a similar cutoff where you just notice all of a sudden like, oh, it turns out I can't do these young man things anymore. <laughs> well, it's funny that you say that because uh, my 13 year old wants to go to this theme park up here. It's called Canada's Wonderland. It's like the biggest theme park where we have. Tons of roller coasters, huge, huge roller coasters, huge roller coasters. He has gone with school, which is great. You know, they did a class trip, whatever. He came back. Oh my god, all these roller coasters! We should go again. And we haven't been since they were toddlers, where we can go on like the little stuff, right? Yeah, the, the kitty stuff, cars and stuff. And I was thinking, like, more like I don't want to go on the ride because I don't want to wait in line. <laughs> Like, I think it's just like, I don't want to stand there. I'm going to hurt. My feet are going to hurt. It's going to be like an hour in the sun. I'm going to bake. It's not going to be fun. I don't know why you want to do this. Whereas like previous me, like older or younger self, Jeff, would be much like younger self, Trevor, would be like, yeah, yeah, I'll just do it up. We'll stay here for 13 hours as long as it takes. We'll just ride it out to the night. And yeah, no, not interested. And I think I've delayed it long enough that I don't know if we will go by the summer end, but- it's like one of those things where my 13-year-old is constantly on. I'm like, can we just, can you make a friend and go with somebody else? Because I do not want to go in those lines. And I don't want to go on those roller coasters because much like you, I don't know how I'm going to feel about them when they get on there. God, I would be, I'm fascinated because those ones are intense. Like, so for our dear American listeners, think like Six Flags. Like it is, some of these roller coasters are just, but I think for a while they actually held some records in North America as like the tallest roller coaster since Beaton. But these things are just wild. I, I have not ridden something of that caliber in years. I, I don't know if I'd be able to. Ha- I'm trying to because I. What, what's upsetting too is just with the age. It's like I used to just love it. Like it was the greatest thing. Like going blasting over and almost yeah. a point of pride because other people were like, "I'm scared to do it," and then young me's like, "Ha ha 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 ha! I'll do it all day." And now old me's looking back like, "Oh man, I don't know. That's pretty tall." No, and I and I've been to uh, Dave and Buster's, and I've gone on those those car ride ones that shake yeah. violently when you go off roading and stuff. I'm like, even those, I'm, I get out and I'm sore. I'm like, all right, you know what? I am not old, but I am old. My body does not agree with my mind. And yeah, yeah. I don't know. A roller coaster would just do me in. All right. Well, well, I'll wrap up this segment. So I have a test coming up, and I'll report back to Dad. So one of the my big hopes for the year was. I mentioned earlier, I, I got into motorcycling this year. Absolutely love it. Like it, it, I expected to like it. I didn't know I'd love it as much as I did. So we're going for an end of this season trip down to my parents, which is, it's six hours by car. And I, I'm going to be driving my motorcycle that so entire trip. time equivalent there? What are you saying? You're going to get there faster? Are you going to bring... Oh, no. 
oh, it's going to be so much slower. I need, as best as I understood for the trip, is I I need to be taking a, I need to stop at like an hour, every hour to hour and a half to get off and stretch. Like I otherwise, I like guess, going to be sore. Right. This is so. This is exciting. It's a kind of like a uh, final hurrah going into my forties. Like this big trip. Like I'm really excited by it. I'm really happy. My wife was um, gracious enough to like take the kids. She'll be driving by herself while I do this on back roads. But the thing I'm curious about is how I'm going to feel. Yeah, because that's a long time on a saddle for like a motorcycle just streaking down. You're gonna crash through your parents' door and you'd be like, All right, I need a day yeah. to recover. Yeah. And you're like, No, you're only staying for one night. Yeah, that's it. Like, yeah, that's it. I need I need a week at a cryo chamber. Like, let's get let's get going. <laughs> so I'm I'm curious this this last hurrah of youthful exuberance. I'm curious to see how it land out. I'll report back into it, but. uh Aging gracefully, indeed, as we continue on. All right, now let's get into a thing that all gaming dads can definitely appreciate. We'll, we're wrapping up the uh, summer of beers. Now, I started to put it towards the end of the show here as we do end up with the end of the summer. Uh, not the greatest picks this week in so much as like, you know, nothing new, nothing fresh. For myself, it's one that I swear, I think I've done this one twice now. It's so good. You're just going to go for a third time. Let's go. It just keeps showing up in my household, which is great, but I did want to like mention it again, and it is what we've been drinking through the episode here. So that for myself, it's a Hazy Mariner, uh, the Hazy Mariner, even better, by the, let me find the names of it, the Four Poets Brewing. Just fantastic. It's a bit fruity. It's got a lot of hops to it, but it's one of those, um, what would you call it, craft beers that have kind of dialed in the hops to the right level. So it's actually delicious. So okay. fruity, got a lot of the hops to it. Uh, just a fan- fantastic brewery. My um, friend of the show, Tim, had initially wrote in, I think it was like two or three years ago with this one, and we picked it up at that time. Has often been picked up in my household. So the Hazy Mariner, a cloudy IPA, just fantastic if you can find it. So Jeff, what do you uh, what have you been drink- sipping on for the show? Well, I've gone hard liquor, and... <laughs> For anyone that's had Arizona iced tea, it's usually at 99 cents. This one's not 99 cents because it has vodka to it. And you just knew it was coming. You just, as soon as they started to put alcohol in every yeah. measure of beverage, you knew that Arizona was going to take a hard turn at some point. Absolutely. And I will give it, this one is great when you're outside, it's hot, the sun is shining, and you just need, you know, maybe it's not a beer. Maybe you just want something with a little bit of that taste. And this will do the trick. That is the perfect time for it. Right now, we're we're drinking during the show at night. And this is not the greatest. Iced tea at 9 o'clock. Again, maybe it's that aging gracefully. I'm like, I yeah. can't do this one. And it's not the greatest at night. During the daytime, absolutely would recommend it. And they have a bunch of flavors. And again, if you like iced tea or even Arizona iced tea, it's not much different. Again, the mm. vodka's there, but you won't feel it until later. So maybe that will help. There you go. Riding a roller coaster. A little nightcap for you there. Send you off to some sweet dreams. That's right. <laughs> so much. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. This has been New Dad Gaming. One more time, episode 300 coming up. Uh, Jeff and I cannot express our gratitude enough for everybody that's come along for the ride here. We're so happy, so excited to be here. 300 and in so doing, we're celebrating by giving away Baldur's Gate 3. All you have to do to enter, check on our, uh, find our show, take a screenshot of you listening to it. Go to Twitter at New Dead Gaming. You'll find a pinned tweet. Like it. 
retweet it, and then reply with that screenshot of you listening to it, you're immediately entered in. We'll figure out a way to get you a copy of the game platform of your choice, Baldur's Gate 3, as a big thank you for our big episode 300 coming up. Otherwise, that's the end of the show. Thank you so much for listening. If you like the show, you can find us on all the major podcasting networks. So look for Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, Caster, anywhere where you get your podcast. Just search New Dad Gaming. If you did like the show, what really helps us out, and Jeff and I would be huge fans if you would do so, would be to subscribe and to leave a comment or a rating. Really helps boost the signal, gets us out there to all the other gaming dads. We can all age gracefully together. The more dads that we bring into this world. <laughs> Otherwise, reach out to us. Love to hear the stories. The uh, interacting with the game, other gaming dads has been one of the greatest parts of the show, for sure, out of these uh, 300 episodes. So if you do reach out to us, find us on Twitter at New Dad Gaming or NewDadGaming.com. Everybody, thank you so much for listening. Once again, my name is Trevor, and I have a five-year-old and an eight-year-old. And I'm Jeff. I have a 13-year-old and a 10-year-old. And just remember, just because you became a dad does not mean it's game over. <laughs> <laughs>